Back to the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show continuing here on the talk of the New River Valley. WRAD 101.7, 1460 AM as well. Producer Lobro joining me here inside the Makadu studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. That is 540-639-4900. And speaking of the Makadu's studio, as always, or as I said earlier, I should say, I will be in Makadu's, the Blacksburg Makadu's, uh, later today, starting at 6.30 on air for the 105.3 The Bear Virginia Tech tailgate show on our, sti- on our sister station, 105.3 The Bear. Uh, I don't know why I'm struggling just talking about that. Maybe it's it's a sign, right? Don't talk about what's going on on our sister stations here on WRAD. Focus on what's going on on WRAD. Uh, so, so to focus on what's going on on WRAD, what we have coming up here is the Gotcha Covered segment to make sure you have something to talk about if you find yourself at a place like Makadoos and everyone's watching the game, having a sports conversation, but you've been busy. You haven't been able to watch every game, but you wisely caught, got you covered on the Tim Donnelly show. So you're right there in the mix with everyone else. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And today in the sports world, everyone continues to mourn the passing of of Kobe Bryant and the eight other individuals on the helicopter that crashed into a hillside in Calabasas, California over the weekend, and and rightfully so. We will continue to do so as well. Um, And and it's one of the few times here in the Gotcha Covered segment where I'm not going to tell you what to think. It's a complicated question. it's, It's how you feel, and I can't tell you how to feel. Uh, so, so you react in the way that you want to react, that, that your brain and your heart is telling you to react, and, and we will all continue to do the same. Uh, again, thoughts with everyone that was in that helicopter as well as their friends and family. In the NFL, Browns have named a new GM, Andrew Barry. He is now officially the youngest general manager in the entire NFL, a five-year deal for the former Eagles vice president of football operations. As I mentioned, the youngest general manager, just 32 years of age in the entire NFL. How about this, everybody? The Browns finally realized that traditional means don't work for them after two decades of, of just tremendously awful football. They're finally trying something new. Remember, uh, what is the definition of insanity? We've all known it since we were kids, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, where the Browns finally did something different. They're hiring a youngster with fresh ideas, new outlook on life. He's a Harvard guy. We'll see if it ends up working out for him. ACC roundup time, real quickly in the the gotcha-covered segment, Clemson once again puts distance between themselves and everyone else in the Atlantic Coast Conference with four more commitments on their junior day when they had quite a few talented prospects on campus, including two names that you're going to want to get to know, Corey Foreman, uh, arguably the number one recruit in the class for 2020, a six foot four inch, 260 pound defensive lineman. But that's not the most impressive part about his commitment for the Clemson Tigers. It's the fact that he is from California. Clemson once again has established themselves as an absolute national recruiting power, and the gap between them and the rest of the ACC continues to grow. With not only recruits like Corey Foreman, recruits like 
Jake Brenningstool, who might just be, and I say just in, in sarcastic quotation marks, just the 53rd overall recruit in the country, but he's the number one tight end. It seems like every single recruit Clemson signs is pretty darn impressive. Virginia Tech and the rest are going to have to out-identify, meaning find diamonds in the rough, and out-develop Clemson if they want to achieve a lofty goal like winning the ACC. Uh, sticking with the ACC, Virginia Tech basketball tonight taking on Miami on the road. Virginia Tech comes in 14-6, and 5-4 and four in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Miami 10-9, 2-7 in the Atlantic Coast Conference, having lost six of their last seven, including their last four straight. So Miami not exactly on an absolute tear, but they do have talent. Chris Likes, 5'7", 157-pound dynamo of scoring ability, averages just under 16 points per game. I would expect Wabisabidi to get that matchup defensively and, and battle the entire game. You look at Vasilhevic. Vasilovich, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that as correct as possible, as well as Mugusti, and that gives Miami three guards averaging 14-plus points. The perimeter defense for the Hokies will be tested, and they also have some size down low. And Rondi, Rodney Miller and Sam Wardenberg, both 6'10-plus, averaging at least six rebounds per game apiece. Well, guess who's out in Texas, deep in the heart of Texas, that would be Justin Fuente and Bill Tierlink, their defensive line coach for the Hokies. As the hashtag Texas2VT movement continues to grow and build, it appears as if more of their resources will be spent sending coaches deep in the heart of Texas. And here's what you need to make sure happens. If you are expending resources to put coaches there, expending time spent in Houston and the Texas area, then you need to make sure you are coming back with something. Don't make it all for naught. Find recruits that want to leave the Lone Star State and come up here to the Commonwealth or else all of this effort and, and money and time ends up being for naught. Phillip Rivers, according to Jay Glazer, his career with the Chargers is over. Let this be a lesson to NFL teams everywhere. You can have a solid quarterback who's not a great quarterback for 14 years and come out exactly where you started. 14 years, six playoff appearances, just one conference championship appearance, eight Pro Bowls, 59,000 passing yards later, and they are right where they started. It's the Phillip Rivers conundrum, a.k.a. the Wheel of Mediocrity. Once again, that was the Gotcha Covered segment. During that segment, we did get a, a caller on the Baker team hotline, and with that being said, it's Fred the Beetle guy. Fred, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, uh, Tim and Lobro. Uh, doing pretty good. A uh, uh, little blip uh, for the end of the uh, hokey hour, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, just sort of popped in my, my coconut here when you were talking about the uh, whizzing back and forth for recruiting uh, air, yep. air time. Excuse me? Yep, absolutely. I'm with you. Uh, I've heard this before. Maybe you know a little bit more. Uh, the expansion of the Virginia Tech Airport and its potential to assist in this area. Um, and I wonder whether it would be to the degree that um, team planes could actually fly directly in and recruit directly into Blacksburg rather than uh, going to Roanoke and doing the uh, 81 trail up. Uh, and possibly if they don't already have this, to some degree, a jet system, Virginia Tech would own the planes and uh, put that in. And I'm, I'm sure it's something that... Uh, President Sands or A.D. Uh, Babcock have heard some information on and maybe 
I don't know what's going to be done there other than that there is going to be expansion. And I think back to last week uh, when uh, Bill Roth was on, mm-hmm. and he was so disappointed to have to say how far behind Virginia mm-hmm. Tech is with some of the administration offices. And uh, I don't think he likes saying that, but uh, it's just it's just a fact mm-hmm. for the administrators and the coaches and uh, the people there, even though they did get, uh, they're getting the addition to the uh, weight room, which I just heard the other day. And I was, wanted to know whether you might have heard anything in that, and maybe it's a topic for uh, one of the Tech Talk Lives. I don't know. Uh, it, it is an interesting point, Fred. I appreciate the call. Um, okay, well, you all have a good day. You too. Um, it's an interesting point, and, and, and you know, I, I've seen, you know, the lists where Blacksburg is one of the top 20 college teams or college towns in, in the country and, and all this other stuff. Um, but accessibility is a thing. Um, now, I don't see Blacksburg, you know, the, the, the little local airport here becoming, you know, a place where, you know, families and friends are, are, but are, are coming in to catch a game and, you know, you don't have to land in Roanoke and drive over. But, but for recruiting, I think it would be good to be able to have a recruit drop them right there next to the campus, essentially, and get them in there real quick. See, I don't even see that happening. I, one thing that I, th- I think might be able to happen is if there is a situation where Coach Fuente or the coaching staff is, is, is going the PJ route, going the private jet route, which um, I don't know if many people know this. A lot of times when a coach is taking a private jet, they're not. It's not like the school's jet or the program's jet. It's one really, really rich booster's jet who who lets the coach use it. Right? It's wow. It's some CEO of a Fortune 500 company that's making hundreds of millions of dollars a year, uh, or a hundred million dollars a year, or owns an oil field and is is getting a, a boatload of cash and wants to see their team do well. That that allows them to use it. So, um, if, if those situations come into play, then I could see that that airport being used. Um, I don't think it's going to get to the point where, you know, commercial airlines are, are landing right here in Blacksburg. Um, but it, I mean, it could help. It could help, right? It could help. Um, and, and if it, if it does, then, then, you know, it's worth exploring. I just don't, maybe I'm crazy. Actually, I was having this conversation the other day. I think I'm just disconnected from the recruiting world because I, Maybe I'm crazy, but me as an athlete, that wouldn't even come into play. I was talking with former Virginia Tech players, and I sent them the the uh, the graphic uh, that that uh, Virginia Tech put out that showed the new dorms that were going to be in the new uh, weight room, the new performance center, like all these new stuff that was going to be in uh, in 2021. And multiple of them wrote back and said, "I'm really jealous of the dorms. We didn't even have air conditioning." They were playing at Virginia Tech this century. This isn't like 1975. This century, they were playing at Virginia Tech, and and they didn't even have air conditioning. And and they were talking. They were like, and to be honest with you, when I was being recruited, I didn't even think to ask to see the dorms. Right now, it's it, it, it recruits are so much more in tune with that kind of stuff. They were like, I was worried about who my position coach was. I was worried about how good the team was going to be. I was worried about, you know, is there a guy one year above me in my position that's going to make it difficult for me to play? I was worried about the style and system. Uh, I was worried about did they offer the major I was interested in. They weren't even thinking about, like, let me see the dorms. Let me see the team-only dining hall. Let me see the, the, 
uh, performance center. It was like, I want to go somewhere where the football matters. And that's how I was. That's how, Okay, I was about to ask, like, is that what you were looking for? And that's how I would be. I was, like, if, if and I know it's it's apples to, to roofing shingles, um, comparing my recruitment to some of these guys that are going to Virginia Tech because, you know, I wasn't that level of, of prospect. But I would be so much more interested about the football side of things than I would about do I have to, you know, drive 40 minutes from the airport. I would be so much more interested about, you know, what do you see for my development as a player than I would be about, you know, what kind of food do you give me? Or what's my social media following like? And and maybe that's where I differ from modern day recruits. Maybe that's where I get a, you know, a little off track with modern day recruits. I'm thinking they should be looking, you know, a defensive lineman. I think Virginia Tech would be one of the, the top places in the country. You have Daryl Tapp, who played in the league for 10 years, uh, 12 years, and you have Bill Tierlink, who coached in the NFL for eight years. As your position coaches, most places you're going to go, you're going to have one position coach. They're going to have two with two different perspectives on getting you to the NFL. That's what I would be looking for. But it, it, they're going to have a hard time in modern recruiting getting guys to see that and value that over, yeah, but you don't have – customized pool tables in the locker room. And yeah, but you don't have dorms that are, uh, you know, with slides in them and, and jacuzzis. I don't know, whatever the crazy stuff that every other school has. So, so uh, maybe I need to start looking at recruiting more materialistically, right? Maybe I need to start re- looking at recruiting more like uh, Veruca Salt and Willy Wonka and just start saying, I want it now. Now, I know you were talking about like a lot of recruits and like people that are in college, they play, they're self-aware enough to know that their chances of making it to the NFL aren't super, super high. But like, do you think that's what they're looking for then? Like that college, like good experience then? I am i don't, uh, the thing is, I don't know. The thing is, I don't know. I, maybe I was unusual in that, you know, they say you go to school for school. I was going to school for football. Right. And 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 I knew my career one day was going to be surrounding sports because, you know, I need to be passionate about something in order to put in the work. Um, but but, you know, the full I guess the full experience is more important to a lot of these guys. I want to give a shout out to at JP Hokey 15. So we'll give him the credit and the the error if this is incorrect. Uh, he wrote into the Donnelly show Twitter and said the airport will be big enough, parentheses, supposedly for all teams except football to fly out of it. So some smaller planes will be able to go out of it. But as soon as you put a what, – what's the travel roster? 63? 63 big old hunking uh, uh, linemen and linebackers and everything, as well as support staff on a plane. I guess not enough room for that. So uh, that's from at JP Hokey 15 Thank you for listening and thank you for writing in. Let's take a break. When we come back, more of the Tim Donnelly Show. Take the Tim Donnelly Show with you anywhere you go. Streaming worldwide on WRADradio.com. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline, 540-639-4900. Before we move along, Collision Plus, Collision Plus, Collision Plus, Collision Plus. Uh, 540, I'm going to give you the number, then I'm going to explain to you what they can do for you. 540-953-3910. I'll give that to you again in a second. At their two convenient locations, one in Blacksburg and one in Christiansburg, Collision Plus has been providing quality auto body repair to the greater New River Valley since 1991. Fantastic year. 
Uh, with superior work, premium product use, and customer service that is unmatched in the collision service industry, Collision Plus has established itself as an elite vehicle repair facility, not only in Southwest Virginia, but also nationally. For those of you that want to know how long ago 1999 is, since Collision Plus has been giving uh, quality auto body repair to the greater New River Valley, that was the first NBA championship that Michael Jordan ever won. 1991. Think about that. Michael Jordan has long since retired. He's become a business magnate. He is the owner of the Charlotte Hornets, and he's been running them into the ground for a long time now. So so uh, you go back to the beginning of his reign as the best player in, in, in NBA basketball, and that's how long Collision Plus has been doing it here in the NRV. But the thing is, they're not running anything into the ground. They are building you back up. No, actually, it's, it's when you get run into the ground or off the road and into the median or into a a curb or into a sign or into a pole or into a mailbox or into a shopping cart or into another car or into a uh, garage door or into a planter or into a tank tank. I was just trying to think of things you could possibly run your car into tank, Uh, whether it is a (laughs) grocery cart ding to a full on tank collision. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Auto body repair, auto paint refinishing, vehicle pin striping, frame and unibody straightening, uh, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, and enterprise car rental. Uh, (laughs) The number is 540-953-3910. That's 540-953-3910. A tank collision. Does that happen to you often? You're just driving around like, ooh, that was close. I I almost drove into that tank. That was left on Mulberry Street. Hate when that happens. <laughs> um, goodness <laughs> gracious. Uh, real quickly, just want to remind everybody, tonight, 6.30, 105.3, the Bear Tailgate Show on our sister station, 105.3. We'll get you set up for the Hokies taking on Miami in Miami in men's basketball, looking to bounce back from a, a game against Boston College. And also, looking to keep their ACC record above 500. They sit at 5 and 4 in the conference right now. Obviously a win would push that up to 6 and 4, give them a bit of a cushion. A lose would bring uh, a lose, a loss would bring them right back down to uh to even 5 and 5 in the conference. So uh, a big game for the Hokies tonight, 6:30, 105.3 the Bear. We'll get you set up at at 7:30. Uh we'll pass things off to the IMG Learfield College pregame show with John Laser Mike Burnup. They'll take you right up to game time at 8 o'clock, and the game will be broadcast on the flagship for Virginia Tech Athletics 105.3, the Bear. We're going to take a break. We missed the top five at the top of the hour, so we're going to do it at the bottom of the hour when we come back right after this. Tim Donnelly Show back. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. Uh, This weekend, it's Tuesday, but you can start looking towards the weekend. Uh, This weekend, what I need you to do is grab yourself a Dos Equis, stretch the truth, and keep it in Sunday. Because after all, uh, the only... Beer whose shade of green on the bottle is the exact same shade as football turf is Dos Equis. I thought you were waiting for me to say it. I was going to set you up, but you, you, you weren't ready. 
I tossed it up for you, and then you just let it let it fall to the I thought ground. Thought you were doing a dramatic pause, maybe. Dramatic pause. Oh, that's not even dramatic. That's just like stress inducing. That's that's like um uh uh who's the guy from Star Trek, the the main guy. Spock. No, the Picard? main the no not the the main guy. He's the actor. He's famous. Oh no, Picard. No, no. I just said what, you just said that's a character. I'm talking about the actor. The main guy. That makes no sense. What do you mean? The main the main guy. There's like three or four main guys in Star Trek, isn't there? Patrick Stewart. Uh, oh. I can't believe you don't know this. Captain Kurt. I'm not a big Star Trek guy. This is like your thing. I'm not a Star Trek this, guy. This is like your, 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 you're the, the guy. I, Starring. Oh, these are the new ones. I don't want the new ones. The old, old guy. He's, he's. Got the toupee and he talks like this. All right, we're gonna get there. Is it there? Everyone I can tell right John now. John Luke Picard. It's no. gotta be John Luke Picard. That's no William Shatner. Oh, William Shatner. I just googled Star Trek old guy and Picard came up. No, I'm talking about the '60s. No, I'm not talking about the 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 new ones. I'm talking about the TV show in the '60s. It was Leonard Nimoy. It was William Shatner. Mr. Spock, Captain Kirk. Sorry, Trekkies. We've let you down. George Takai, DeForest Kelly, Dr. McCoy, Zulu. Did you watch a lot of Star Trek growing up? No, not at all. But you got to know William Shatner. I forgot. I was thinking Patrick Stewart. Goodness gracious. Uh, Well, speaking of Star Trek, right? Time is a flat circle. Um, uh, it's a, a construct. It's all made up. It's not real, right? Time is man-made, all those kinds of things. Uh, so we're a little late, but it's still time for the top five. It's Top Tuesdays with Tim Donnelly. Here's your top five. Top five most important players in the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, it's obviously a, a gigantic game, and it's going to affect legacies, but but it it's also kind of a normal game, if that makes any sense, meaning that there is grave importance to each player. But just like any other game, there are certain players that are more important to the game. Does that make sense? They will help define who wins this. Jimmy Garoppolo, if the 49ers win – it's tremendously important for him, right? He justifies the hundred plus million dollars that the 49ers are paying him. Uh, he justifies the hype that he had backing up Tom Brady in New England. But I don't see him as one of the five most important players on the, uh, in this game. His teammates will have a large part in in saying whether he he gets that important victory or not. Uh, so, without further ado, the top five most important players in the Super Bowl, number five. Travis Kelsey, and and it's because of what he unlocks in the Chiefs' offense, right? Uh, I, I've talked about this with Dalton Keene. I'm sure I will talk about this with James Mitchell for the Hokies next season. Um, I, I don't think it's a surprise that the two teams in the Super Bowl are the two teams that have the best, most complete tight ends. Travis Kelsey and George Kittle this season were the best, most complete tight ends. Pass catching, run blocking, 
leadership, attitude, all that. And they're the two teams left standing. I don't think that's a surprise. What he does to Kansas City allows them to be multiple and take advantage of all of the other otherworldly talent around him. Right? You can't double-team Tyreek Hill or take the safety out of the middle of the field and shade him over to Tyreek Hill without making it a field day across the middle for Travis Kelsey. You can't uh, uh, take away Travis Kelsey without knowing that Patrick Mahomes will get you elsewhere. Travis Kelsey over the middle as a pass catcher, down the seam as a pass catcher, or staying in as a run blocker guarantees that the Chiefs always have the advantage. And if someone always has always has the advantage, I like that team. If they can get Travis Kelsey going, and I'm not even saying as a pass catcher, if they can get him going as a run blocker, as a, a matchup nightmare, the Chiefs will be in great shape. Number four. Number four, Raheem Mostert, the running back for San Francisco. Now, obviously, he had a tremendous game in the conference championship game going over 200 yards, four touchdowns. Um, But I believe because of the way the first couple of games have gone for San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo might not be ready to step into the bright lights and perform like he did, uh, whatever that was, week 14 against New Orleans. He hasn't done it in a while. It's been a long time. And now he's jumping into the Super Bowl. So if Mostert can get it going, right, if Mostert can can run for 100 yards and take some of that pressure off of Jimmy G, I think that will go a long way towards allowing the Niners to to play their game. The other thing is I always like to look back at, at franchises and coaches and players and what happened the last time they were in a Super Bowl. And for Kyle Shanahan, the last time he was in a Super Bowl, the, the head coach of San Francisco, he was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, and he had a 28-3 to lead over the New England Patriots. And partially because he trusted Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in that passing offense so much, uh, and it didn't work out, the New England Patriots were able to come back and win that game. So I firmly believe that Kyle Shanahan will make sure that doesn't happen again. Right? If you're going to come back and beat him, it's going to be different than the last time. Right? We all do it. Right? If we make a mistake, we're not making that mistake again. So, so I would assume that if, if the Niners get any sort of lead, you are going to get a heavy, heavy dose of the 49ers running game. You will not get the, the, the same thing that ended up dooming him in Atlanta. Uh, and that's where Mostert becomes so darn important. Number three. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. And and I say this because Patrick Mahomes is so darn talented. And we, we saw that in the conference championship game. And we saw that in the previous game against Houston, right? He can explode at any moment. But, but Nick Bosa is pretty darn explosive as well. And if he can put Mahomes on his back a few times, Right, not only apply pressure, but get home a few times. I think that could go a long way towards towards making Patrick Mahomes less of a superhero than he is. He's already an alien in my book, which is the highest compliment we play we pay anyone on this show. He's an alien, um, but but he he's not invincible. 
right? And if you get to him early and you get to him often, you can make him get a little happy feet. He's shown the ability to run, but the the special of, of Mahomes is in that right arm, right? That's the special. So if you get him happy feet and you get him running and you get him moving out of the pocket quicker than you'd like, you can take away some of the effectiveness of Tyreek and Travis Kelsey and Nicole Hardman and uh, Sammy Watkins and Robinson and, and, and the rest of the talented Kansas City Chiefs. Number two. I'm just going to count this as one person because, you know, offensive linemen play like that. The Niners' offensive line. For the same reasons why Mostert has to get going, that offensive line has to get going. If Jimmy G is a little nervous, give him an extra half second to get rid of the ball. Get the running game going, right? Blocking is important against this Chiefs defense, right? Frank Clark and those guys want to, to create havoc, and if they don't, their entire mood is is – toppled on its head. So if if the San Francisco 49ers can get Jimmy G time and get Mostert holes, then it's going to be a a shootout (laughs) or as much of a shootout as you can have against the San Francisco 49ers defense. Uh, I'm fascinated by this game, and uh, and number one is a big reason why. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, and here's why. The San Francisco 49ers are not built for shootouts. They are not built for shootouts. They are built for games that their defense plays well in. And if Patrick Mahomes can can defeat that defense, meaning big plays, meaning long drives, meaning touchdowns, 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 then, then the San Francisco 49ers offense is going to be asked to do something that they don't do very well. And that's how you win games. You get teams to do the things that they're not very good at more often than they want to. Uh, So those are the top five. I know it was a little late, but we made it happen for you. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, one final conversation on Kobe for the day and picks to get to as well. Stick around. Sports in the NRV just got a wake-up call. The Tim Donnelly Show continues next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM as well. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro. This weekend, tomorrow, 10 days from now, a month from now, whenever it is that you need to blow off some steam and have some fun, the SeatGeek app is there for you. Concerts, right? Sporting events. Two, Maybe the two only places where you can scream at the top of your lungs and nobody gets mad at you, right? Try to go into a grocery store and and, and yell like you do at a rock concert. Don't tell them we sent you to do that. Though. To walk walk into a a uh, a convenience store and yell like you do on third down in Lane Stadium. You're gonna get some funny looks. You can't. You can't do it. You you can't do it. People will get upset with you. They're trying to go about their day. So if you're looking to blow off steam, the SeatGeek app can get you tickets to places where you can yell to your heart's content. Uh, I have it on my phone. It's by far the fastest and easiest way to to get tickets. They are transparent in that they will tell you if a ticket purchase is a good deal or a bad deal. Sometimes you care. Sometimes you don't. Right. 
If it's your favorite band and you want to be front row regardless, they might say, hey, listen, you're paying above what we see the value of these tickets. And you would go, I don't care. It's my favorite band. I want to be front row. I want to be able to steal the pick out of the guitarist's hands. But if it's a you know another situation, you might be like, hey, if there are good deals, maybe I'll go see this comedy show. You go on and it'll say, hey, great deal. Then you're like, perfect, let's go. It's a great deal. I'll get good tickets, see, you know, see value for my purchase. Um, so once again, it's the SeatGeek app, S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K app. Download it to your phone now. Use promo code TIM, T-I-M, to get, to get uh, $10 off your first purchase. That's promo code TIM for $10 off your first purchase. Um, let's, let's have one more conversation about Kobe, and it's one that I thought was poignant that we had yesterday. Seeing a lot of uh, different ways to honor Kobe. Right, I saw a uh, one with a, a million retweets that said, um, "We no longer play 21." For those of you that don't know, basketball 21 is is a game you play uh, to work on your one-on-one stuff. Um, they say now we play 24. It used to be you play 21. If you miss your 21, if you miss the game-winning shot, you go back to 15. Right, so so put pressure on that final shot. They're saying we now play Kobe, which is you play to 24. If you miss, you go back to eight, which were his two numbers that he played with, which is nice. It's honoring him. It's great, right? I've seen, uh, hey, everyone that bottled up or that balled up paper and when you threw it in the trash can, you yelled, Kobe, keep doing that. Keep honoring him. Don't let the tradition die, which is great. I guess it's nice, right? It's it's good to say his name. The the The, the NBA is canceling tonight's Lakers Clipper or postponing tonight's Clippers Lakers game which I guess is nice right the players weren't ready to play uh they were they were having some harm time emotionally I'm fine with that but even if even if a player scores 40 today or scores 60 today right and tries to score the way Mamba would have wanted him to I still believe that the conversation we had yesterday is the best way to honor him it's whatever your goal is, pursuing it as hard as you possibly can and refusing to be deterred. He wanted to be the best basketball player on the planet, and for the better part of a decade, he was. And then as soon as that, that goal was done, it was complete, he retired from basketball, he wanted to be an excellent storyteller, and he was. And he pursued it with, with reckless ambition. I still believe the best way to honor him is not to change what you call a basketball game or, or it's not to, for one day, put in tremendous effort to score a bunch of points. It's not to cancel a game or to do a, a, a Jumbotron uh, tribute video, of which I'm sure all of those will be happening. I think the best way to do it is to chase your goals as hard as you possibly can. Again, one of his best quotes, one of his most known quotes is I don't relate to lazy people. I don't understand them. We don't speak the same language. I don't want to understand them. The best way you can honor Kobe is by being someone that speaks his language. Right? He 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 read books not to read books like we like like for fun, right? Some people read books, you know, uh just, you know, on the beach reading. You know what I mean? You just grab a book and it's for pleasure. It's for leisure. He read books about why other people were successful. Like to get smarter. And then he would track them down and say, this is what I took away from your book. Is this what you attribute your success to? 
right? Be someone that he would track down and say, how did you get to where you are? Here's how I got to where I am. Let's compare notes and see where the Venn diagram overlaps because that must be real important. That's how I would honor it. I, I wouldn't, you know, hold up 2-4 after every touchdown scored. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. You honor him by the way you live if you truly believe that he is someone that you want to honor. Uh, picks real quickly here. College basketball, Pittsburgh at Duke. Pittsburgh's on the up and up as a program, but they're not quite there yet. They're going to fall to a top 10 team, Duke, on the road. Florida State at UVA. This one uh, will be quite fun if you don't like UVA. I believe Florida State wins going away in John Paul Jones Arena. Uh, Syracuse at Clemson. I believe Syracuse is the better team. Morehouse College at Georgia Tech. Why in the world is Georgia Tech playing a non-conference game January 28th? I don't know. Bye weeks are valuable. I don't know. Buys where you get to get healthy. I don't know. Give me Georgia Tech. Virginia Tech at Miami. Tune in to the 105.3 The Bear Tailgate Show, uh, 6.30 to 7.30 on 105.3 The Bear to hear my selection on who I believe will win that game. Uh, Warriors at Sixers in the NBA. Go ahead and give me the Sixers. Knicks at Hornets. Go ahead and give me the Hornets because they're at home. Pelicans at Cavaliers. Give me the Pelicans. Zion. Hawks at Raptors. This one's easy. Give me the Raptors. Wizards at Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Nuggets at Grizzlies. Give me the Nuggets. Celtics at Heat. Give me the Celtics. Suns at Mavericks. Give me the Mavericks. And as I said earlier, the Clippers and Lakers game, two LA teams populated by actually some uh, pretty big names of people that grew up in Southern California, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, namely among them. Uh, that game being postponed uh, in reverence to the, the passing of Los Angeles Lakers legend Kobe Bryant over the weekend. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's actually a solid way to, to to end the show. So we'll leave it with just some, some housekeeping stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter, please, at Donnelly Sports for myself, at Donnelly Show for the show. If you're interested in the podcast, at Donnelly Show tweets out the links. The Tim Donnelly Show Facebook posts the links as well. So you can catch the podcast. Um, they're available every single day. As each hour ends, we get it posted. Uh, shortly after 9 o'clock, we'll have the, the hour number three posted. Uh, but we do really, really appreciate all of the interaction that you give us on social media. So please consider uh, jumping on that train and giving us a follow uh, as, as uh, time goes on. With that being said, we'll see you tomorrow. The Roth Report will take place tomorrow at 8. I'm sure we'll discuss the Hokie game against Miami tonight. Until then, see ya.